Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. G'day guys, Luke Fly on the Wall Podcast. How are you? I was scrolling through Instagram this morning while I was having my first coffee of the day. Um, and I stumbled across a picture of a sad guy listening to music and written above is, when song lyrics hit you so hard, you don't understand if you're listening to the song or the song is listening to you. And then this particular page asks the question, what song is this for you? And scrolling through the comments, it was a lot of sad songs, depressing, morbid, dark songs. And as is my way, I like to inject a bit of positivity into the world, or you could sort of rephrase that as be a complete and utter smartass. And I suggested this song. Sunshine, lollipops and rainbows, everything that's wonderful is what I feel when we're together. Big Woz thought we were recording about an hour ago, and turns out we weren't. And we were, and I wasn't even meant to. It wasn't one of those errors. You that didn't I made. detect that I'd like I was doing anything more than I normally would. No, I just thought you were in a jolly mood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this means nothing to the people listening right, right. now. Yeah, but I was. Uh, you brought up the uh, the golfing thing that I brought up last week on uh, episode one six six. Yes, um, because I drove past the golfing. Clinic, mm. which is specialises in injuries for golfers. Yes. I thought that was crazy. Then I was inundated with articles from our friend Mark in Massachusetts Hi, with lots of articles about um, golfing injuries. Now, um, I refuse articles. I refuse to read any of them because I'm a busy man, <laughs> yes. but I got the point. I got the point. I was like, okay, mate, you win. I get it. Golfing is a, a highly dangerous sport. Well... <laughs> We had a discussion also, now this is now several episodes back, Yeah, where you were telling me that you utilised golf clubs for the sport of a different kind. Ah, yeah, yeah. In yep. Queensland. Cane toads. Cane toads, Kill them indeed. All. Yep. Kill and them all. we were talking about the selection of the iron or wood, yep. uh, and then the wanton destruction of said cane toads uh, yeah, throughout the They would the just land. explode. Now, yep. call me silly. Yeah. Perhaps you would, in fact, sustain some injuries from your cane toad hunting with golf clubs. I was. Um, All those clinics have been set up 
for that. For me, yeah. I was, I was, I guess I, there's so much gusto yeah. when I was killing these little fucking animals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I could have done myself a mischief. There you um, go. More so in running through the darkness, through trees and bushes. But that's what in I mean. the hunt for these little bastards. That's what I mean. Could have got a twig in the eye or, you know, tripped over a rock and smashed my lips open. I think that's my point. Yeah, okay. So these golf clinics are actually a front. Yeah, okay. For the much bigger pastime the real problem of cane toad smashing yeah yeah with golf clubs i think on a ratio like like uh cane toad hunters Mm. uh compared to golfers it's definitely like a 10 to 1 sort of thing easily in favor of the cane Cane toad toad hunters hunters. yeah Yeah. (laughs) and i wondered and you know you hear about um safari holidays yeah you know people pay to to go and kill something to kill something Um, that's that's almost extinct already that's right yeah that's in a field waiting because that's a real prize yeah when you get the uh the high trodden white antelope of the himalayas um and there's only like four left Mm. if you bag one of those bitches Mate, you'll be you're held a better human, in high you? regard. You're a better human. Yeah. Everyone you? be pulling your ales for yeah. free, mate. <laughs> I got this one for you, mate. So, a new <coughs> and you know, I think we agreed last time. Mm. Nothing against the the cane toad personally, but nah, the well, cane toad is a pest. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It actually it causes a lot of problems. It does. So yeah. it's widely encouraged. Mm. Now, I thought instead of going to kill the uh, the what is it trodden. Uh, the white trodden, the high trodden, high white trodden um, antelope, antelope of the Himalayas. Of the Himalayas. Yeah, yeah. Safari holiday. Yeah. To Queensland. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, get your golf buggy. You're the guide. Yeah. <laughs> take your take your bag of golf clubs. <laughs> yep. Um, and then we go through the fields and the, uh, I guess you know the river reserves and oh, things. Oh yes, yeah. The rainforest. Hunting cane toads. Yeah, nice. There go now, Nigel. What did you get last time, mate? You got a what was it? Was, oh, a five hundred gram one. Yeah. Okay. So what are we heading for tonight, mate? Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Does that have to be cane toads, or can it be like tourists as well? Other tourists. <laughs> yeah. Look, you pay a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but they're normally kept a little bit fatter and, oh, okay. and in a separate like enclosure, yeah, yeah. and they might put up more of a fight. Possibly. Because, like I said, the cane toads will sit there and just rib it and sort of look at you like. <laughs> And then just smash. Like, they're waiting for it. They're, yeah. they're looking in you in the eye They're going, challenging you? Go on, mate. Would you? I fucking dare you. <laughs> and then at the end of that, yeah. the hunt, yeah. um, you take your prize one, the one that you, you are the most proud of that yeah. kill, yeah. and then we also, I'm saying we because it's now a new business, yeah. we now mount the head oh, yeah. on yeah. a plaque. A little plaque for yeah, them to take plaque. home. Yeah, we oh, taxidermy like it, we yeah. preserve it. That's cool. And yeah. we call it its scientific name, Canis Todatus. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. And, and like the weight and like who that. killed it. Yeah. yeah. We'll at least get... My brother-in-law up there paying good money to do that. No, actually, he wouldn't pay for it. No. He'd be like, I just fucking do it in my own garden, mate. (laughs) It'd be fun. That's what I was thinking about. It would be fun. Um, Just wanted to mention a a podcast that I just mentioned to Warren off air. Uh, It's called Vlogging Through History. There's only four episodes at the moment. Um, and it's about uh, it's a it's a war podcast, and it's great. I thoroughly enjoyed it today, and I think you'd like it, Big Was. And it also gave me the idea for you because yeah. I know you're such a World War Two especially enthusiast, mm-hmm. aren't you? Um, you could have a podcast of your own. Very, I won't even be involved unless you want me to do the production part of it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen his significant look, viewers. World War Was. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because you're talking about <laughs> That's great. a world war that, that was fantastic. A and Big That's Fucking Wars, yeah, mate. So look out for that, guys. Uh, if you want to email <laughs> World War Was. <laughs> no. Do you know how this guy's just made a start and has four episodes? Yeah. That's that would be my That'd grand be title, yeah. yeah. No, I just reckon you could do it in a similar vein to what we were talking about last week with your um, Master of None podcast, mm. the short-lived Master of None <laughs> podcast. Sadly, short-lived. Yeah. Um, you could do it in a similar vein to that. So you're driving to work and mm. you just start talking about World War Two Inaccurately. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, as accurately as you possibly as can. I can remember and then the let flight. the good times roll with the <laughs> amount of emails that you get from people saying, ah, uh, it's not exactly right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then just yeah. hit delete. Delete right. all those. Yeah, yeah don't nah, worry about it. Nah, and just keep rolling with it. Well, no, because I think, well, as far as I know, you're pretty accurate. I haven't fact-checked you. but uh, Yeah, I wouldn't. Okay. I'm sure yeah. there's plenty of inaccuracies in there. Right, okay. Because yeah, yeah. from what you told me, Germany invaded Tasmania. Antarctica. And then, and yeah. then Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. And tried to take over the world yeah, from there and yeah. failed. You knew that. I don't, I don't know why. I told you yeah. that. And I said Yugoslavia's down there, like yeah. just off the end of South America. Yeah. You know, they went through there. Yeah. Poland. And apparently the they it's really hated juice. Yeah. And I'm like, juice? Yeah. Why did they hate juice like, well, so much? Do you like tomato juice? I don't like tomato I don't juice. Like, I actually... Carrot um, juice? My God. Bloody Mary. That's nice. Um, that's not just the girl I yeah. went down on <laughs> during her period. No, no, no. Bloody Mary uh, is uh, tomato juice and vodka, I think, isn't it? And then you can get the Virgin Mary, which is just tomato juice. Brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> uh, you listen to episode 100. Watch what? the tomato. 67, is it 167? I thought you said 166, didn't you? I'm pretty sure it's 167. <laughs> let's, let's call it Let's 167. check live on air right now. Big Woz, World War Was is looking up the files. On tonight's episode, we'll be talking about centenarians. That's how you say it. Centenarians. Aha, uh-huh, beautiful. Uh, centenarians, and we're also talking about <laughs> ex cons. Ex cons, ex prisoners, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Uh, so, yeah, we'll go to a quick break and we'll hit the, uh, we'll hit the road running with ex cons. Um, right, hit us with some ex cons, big waz. Okay, yeah, we jumping so, in. Um, I obviously don't need to discuss what an ex con is, do we? Well, someone might think it's an ex con man. That's true. An ex contractor. Could... That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Instead of a sub con, is an ex con. Yeah. All right. Well, for those who are confused, for those dullards out there, <laughs> uh, an ex con or an ex convict is an ex-prisoner or someone who's done time before in a penitentiary, jail system or... Could it be someone who's been in like a a boy's home? Like a borstal? I wouldn't call them a prisoner though. Okay. Would you? They're not that out. They're an occupant. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what they would call those. My nan, uh, she was was kept in a home because she had a child out of wedlock in the fifth, early, no, 40s, late 40s. Um, 
she had a son and she was only 16 and she was locked up for a couple of years until my granddad busted her out and said, well, I'm going to marry her, so fuck off. So was she an ex-con? Said, well, no. I my granddad went to prison to... for a few years, actually, yeah. for stealing petrol. Well, he's, so... an, that's, he's an ex-con. <laughs> so your whole family, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're an ex-contractor. Yeah. Yeah, so you're all ex-cons. <coughs> um, okay, so just to give you a bit of an overview, the US is the world leader in incarceration. Of course, yeah. More than 2 million people sit in US prisons and jails, 600,000 of whom are released each year in flux and looking for post-release job opportunities with little to no support from employers. So talking about the ex-cons. For those who do make it past any declaration of former offences, there are often background checks, which are administered by 96% of companies in the US, normally during the hiring process. Evidence shows that having a criminal record reduces callback rates by 50%. With so many barriers to entry, it's unsurprising that a 2018 estimate of unemployment among the 5 million formerly incarcerated people living in the US found that they are unemployed at a rate of over 27%, higher than the total US unemployment rate during any historical period, including the Great Depression. Oh, wow. See, it's a lot, but I I think I've said this before on the podcast. I'll say that about America. They punish prisoners. They punish people that have done the wrong thing. Yeah. Whereas I feel like we don't harshly enough. I think we are very much lean towards, oh, put them on parole and let's go easy. And Whereas, yeah. I agree. America's a little bit more rigid. I agree. <clears throat> but then I think there's a, a, a great, uh, there's a huge counterbalance between the offence and mm. the time they spend waiting for trial. Oh, okay. So somebody okay. who has, I'm not saying that any crime is, is okay, but Let's say you've stolen a television and some electronic goods from a store. Yeah, execution. <laughs> so somebody's put into jail, yeah. you know, and to await sentencing. And that can take some time. And that can take years. Wow, yeah. So somebody who's done that... It's, like, in, when you, it's like when you hear someone on, who's been on death row for like 30 years. That's right. Yeah, mate, just hang yourself. <laughs> well, I guess that's the thing. It's a psychological thing then yeah. as well. But I feel like by the time you get to that trial, if this person was, when they went in, maybe not a hardened criminal, maybe mm. someone who was down on their luck and looking for an opportunity, yeah, they'd be a fucking hardened criminal by the end. That's true. Unless they managed to steer clear of any kind of yeah, all the, extra influence. Or the cocks they have to take. Well, <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I didn't get involved in any other criminal activity, yeah. but I took a massive amount of cock. <laughs> Yeah, um, but so I'm proud I'm of a, myself. Now I'm an absolute fiend. <laughs> <laughs> Lock me away. Um, so, in comparison, in Victoria, uh, well, not in comparison, but this is an, another statistic. Forty-three in our state, Victoria. Forty-three point six percent of prisoners released during the 2018 to 19 uh, year returned to prison oh. within two years. Was that to avoid COVID though? <laughs> this looks shit. I'm going back in, mate. This fucking pandemic's ahead. Uh, here. The Northern Territory had the highest rate at 58.9. Wow. And South Australia had the lowest rate at 33.2. So that's returning to prison yeah. within two years, wow. which is is pretty sad. That to is think, significant, but, um, isn't it? Yeah. Um, now, shall I keep going at this stage? Or would you? What like else are you going to do? A song and dance? I'd like to see the song and dance. I never said that. But You're going to let me we... rub your belly or something? <laughs> <laughs> Should I keep going or did you want to rub my belly now, young squire? <laughs> well, you know what they say about Australia, don't you? Lots of jokes. Bunch about of cunts. That, yeah, that too, yeah. but also a bunch Racist. of... Racist. 
a bunch of racist drunks. Convicts. Oh. <laughs> we'll get there in the end. That's nice that you, uh, who's come from overseas, internationally, have that opinion of us. Internationally. No, no, hey, let's hey, get back hey, to I'm Australian. Um, <laughs> internationally, though, we are... There's a misconception, I'd like to say, that we are all beer-swilling racists. Yeah. 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 Because of how we behave at sporting events. <laughs> Which is a, it is a bit of a giveaway, I suppose. We get a bit carried away, but I, I think it's just patriotic. I think we just love our sport and we love well, our country. That's true. That's and we true. don't like any of, any person of colour. No. <laughs> but I think I'm joking. Also, a misconstrued part of our background is that mm. we're all just related to convicts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, petty criminals. Yeah. And Do you know what just... the percentage is? Uh, well, I will. I will tell you some now. Yep. More than one hundred and sixty-two thousand prisoners were shipped from Britain wow. and Ireland That's between seventeen eighty-eight and eighteen sixty-eight, and their descendants make Hang up. On, sorry, between what years? Seventeen eighty-eight. Yep. And eighteen sixty-eight. Okay. So yeah. eighty years. Yep. Um, I'm guessing before they stopped using it as a <laughs> as a criminal toilet. Yeah. And their descendants make up about twenty percent of our population, mm. according to Ancestry.com. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, I have some success stories, though, yep. from those convicts. Yep. Would you like to hear yeah, them? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, just to show people out They're there. They're all sportsmen. We're not just racist <laughs> sportsmen with a gut. Yeah. All right? Number one, Mary Wade, transported for stealing clothes, Miss Wade gave birth to 21 children. Unsurprisingly, tens of thousands of Australians are related to her, okay. including former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd. Oh, okay, he's a prick. Well, he's also related to Mary Wade. So, you know. There you go. John Rowland Jones. Mr. Jones was an embezzler from way back. But two years after arriving in Australia, he was released from custody. He then went on to become a reporter and then editor of the West Australian Times. He was always a prick. A success. (laughs) Well, he's an editor. He's not a lawyer. Uh, Enoch Barrett. I quite like the name. Enoch Barrett. That's yeah. a cool name, yeah. Mr. Barrett was caught stealing from the London and Brighton Railway Company and sentenced to 10 years, but his red hand must have also had a green thumb. He worked the gardens at Government House and was eventually head gardener of the Perth Public Garden and Public Reserve. So let's hope for you yet, mate. Oh, that's cool, yeah. 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 I'd like to do that. Yeah. Francis Greenway. I keep uh, stealing shit, though. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're an, you're an um, opportunist gardener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Francis Greenway. Uh, Mr Greenway began his life in Australia with a forgery conviction, but his creativity with a pen also lent itself to designing buildings. Hmm. Did you know the architect of Sydney's Supreme Court was a criminal? Oh, wow. His face was printed on the old $10 note. Oh, that's cool. So came a long way. Uh, Esther Abrahams, from Petty Lace Thief... Unofficial first lady. This is a true rags to riches tale. Miss Abrahams was transported to Australia for pinching some lace from a shop and wound up married to New South Wales Lieutenant Governor George Johnson. Hmm. Um, so, out of 160 odd thousand. Look at all these people, success stories. Six people. Look at this. Were six, successful. This is just an example. <laughs> this is a cross section. Yeah, right, okay. So, ex cons. Yeah. But look weigh to, it up against all the people that the did sky. fucking nothing, not or they talking. went on to murder, they went on to steal sheep, We're they went on to bloody give birth to you. Hey, hey, hey. You need to calm down. <laughs> yeah, okay? I, do. I do. There's a lot of negativity coming from that direction. <laughs> now, this last one, and then I'll pass it over to you Because I've had to research old pricks. Well, that's that was your centenarians. choice. Centenarians. I'll choose centenarians, because <laughs> I'm getting that way myself. Yeah. That's what you yeah, said. It's true. It's true. One more and, until I switch to you, and then I'll No, no, no. Let's stuff. do all you, and then we'll go to a break. Oh, you've and got do gold, All you? me. Nah. Right. 
Do you want to start doing? There's two? no gold. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> William Blue, Sydney's first water policeman, also started out as a thief. Mister Blue stole raw sugar while aboard a convict ship and was sentenced to seven years in Botany Bay, but was eventually in charge of patrolling it. Wow. I thought that was quite a sweet cool. story. I'd call him his load. William blew his load. <laughs> That'd be his nickname. <sighs> Warren's so, very exasperated. Tonight. I'm not exasperated, mate. Now, would you like to know some famous ex-prisoners who were yes, definitely successful? Yep, with international ones or... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, probably mainly... John Bon Jovi. <laughs> he's a Johnny mass- Cash. He's a massive serial killer. Well, he didn't really. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Danny Trio. Oh, yeah. Of course, was in and out of prisons for charges related to both robbery and drugs. Mm. He turned his life around and broke free of his addictions. He now plays the tough guy on screen in many television shows and action films. Mm. But he at one point said that he'd stayed or had done some time yep. in every major penitentiary in California. Wow, okay. Is that something to be proud of? What well, is now. Now I guess in reflection. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, you can say that when you people tra- like a Danny bad Trio, boy. Yeah, people you like can a bad say that boy. shit. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, before he became a famous rapper, Curtis Jackson the Third. Do you know who that is? Is that Fifty Cent? That is Fifty yeah, Cent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, served a six-month boot camp sentence instead of his original three to nine years for drug-related charges. While in prison, he earned his GED and was determined to make it as a rapper. His first album was a hit, and he continues to make music along with it's other pity, business It's a pity. It seems like he did some, did some classes in uh, prison. It's, yeah. It surprises me, or it's a sad thing, that he didn't do, uh, what do you call them, elocution lessons? Yeah. So he could learn how to say 50, 50 instead oh, of 50 cent. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Laziness. Laziness. Yeah. Pure and utter laziness. <laughs> 50 um, cent. What if he was just quarter? Because Americans just call oh, it a yeah. quarter. And don't they call it a... Instead of calling it 50 cents. No, a quarter is 25 quarter. cents. Quarter. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. What's quarter. 50 cents? That's a dime? No, a dime cents. is... No, yeah, dime is 50 cents. I don't know. I think. And a nickel is 5 cents. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to learn, Warren. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I try and teach you something, you yeah. always look at me with an air of disgust. An air of disgust? Yeah, like you look down your nose like, what? Just because I don't know it. Doesn't mean that I should know it. I think Whereas when out. you teach me something, I'm always like, "Really? Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> Why is that? I, actually, you just showed me some elocution then. I very classily yeah, holding yeah. your mouth away. I thought about. It. Sorry for the cough, guys. I'm still trying to shake off whatever it is that got me. Thanks for inviting me over. <laughs> I call him Dennis. <laughs> Continue. Christian uh, Slater. Oh. Suffered some setbacks when he served 59 days in jail after an assault on his girlfriend oh. and a police officer. Oh. He had been arrested prior to that for drunk driving, boarding a plane with a gun and another episode of assault. After jail and rehab, he was able to successfully turn his career around and enjoy a comeback. I'm not sure where the comeback is. But, Do you think um, assaulting a woman is forgivable? No. Yeah, me neither. I wouldn't watch another Christian Slater movie. Based on that? Yeah. Okay. Like like the same reason I would What if he's in the new uh, Predator Prey? What if he's in that? No, I think I would stand by my... Star Wars. Ethics. Mandalorian. I think that's wrong. Season three. Yeah. Mm. Every single episode. (laughs) (laughs) I wish this was a visual format because Warren is leaning right into me 
And unfortunately, he's got a tiny little Band-Aid in the corner of his <laughs> nose. And it's just, it's half peeling off. And it's quite yes. alarming to look at. <laughs> um, well, I would struggle. I would, you know yeah. what? I would struggle with it. Yeah. Definitely, if he was in Mando season three. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't. Every episode, nah, Luke. I wouldn't watch it. Okay. Knowing that he's he's assaulted and a woman. And people say it's the greatest TV that they've ever seen. Yeah, no. Nah, what about you? Would you do in it? In history. Yeah, no. Nah. Would I watch the show? Yeah, yeah, if he's in it and he's assaulted a woman. Yeah. What I'd about watch... if he was a pedo? Uh, or no. had been convicted but then released? No. But assaulting a woman, yeah, it's I'm fine. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just no, saying no, I'd no. probably still watch it. Oh, I'm just being honest. Yeah. I, I yeah. actually don't think I would. Yeah. I don't think I could... I don't think I could justify that. I don't think I could be like, oh, well... It's Star Wars, you know. Well, I'd be it depends. Like, mm, like uh, had nah. he served time for it and everything? He's done his 59 days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But like I just asked you, is it forgivable? And you said no. Yeah, I know. Well, it's not forgivable. I wouldn't yeah. like him. Yeah. But I'm watching the show for the other guys, the other people. <sighs> oh, it's a tough one. Pedro nah. Pascal, I mean, he's looking at you, wanting your support. <laughs> yeah, and who knows what he's done That's right. close doors. <laughs> um, but Behind no. that helmet? But it's like... Yeah, I don't know. I think I suppose it depends on the crime, but I think if he's if he's physically hurt a woman, mm. and then he's done his time, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, but it's Christian Slater, yeah. it's fine." Yeah. Nah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable to. Who's your favourite person in the world? You. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just went all bashful. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, like let's that. just move That's along. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what was going to be your question? I don't know. Let's say it's uh, Mark Hamill. It's not. <laughs> I wish he died in the Star Wars series. But, um, um, yeah, what? what was you let's ask? say it's Mark Hamill. Yeah. He's my favourite person. Okay. It's not. So, so let's just pretend. Well, then it's very easy to answer it, isn't it? Oh, okay. So I'm, okay, I'm not, who's I'm not my trying favorite? to look for an excuse to say what would be the exception. For, you know, I'm not talking... Bill I'm Burr. Not... I'm very fond of Bill Burr. So if he... I'm sure he's very touched. If he by that. punched his woman, well, yeah, he's joked about it, and that's fine because it's just a joke. Um, Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I wouldn't watch his. So stuff. it's okay to joke about beating a woman if it's just a joke. Yeah, I don't. I think I think nothing should be off limits because it's just a joke. Right, it's just a format. It's just it's just joking. But if, if you slammed her head into a table and then laughed. <laughs> It's funny when you say that, but I would not. I wouldn't watch any more Bill Burr. No, no, definitely not. No, but you would. You're saying all these. I don't watch Bill Burr. Luke. No, <laughs> who's your favourite person? I don't know. Uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, but I wouldn't put past Harry if he defecated into a 15 year old boy's mouth oh, for money. Fuck. <laughs> would you still? Go and see the latest fucking Indiana Jones. I'm not expecting much from that anyway. Okay, so I, I could you give it go a and miss. see. I could would, give it would a you miss. You watch old Indiana Jones movies still? <laughs> yes, but wow. I feel very. You're a monster. But I'd feel very. <laughs> I'd feel very different about it. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's that. Thing I might watch them again once you know, and then be like, um, feel a bit tainted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, because I I I went off. Um, that Star Wars. Chuck too, Berry. Mate. When this is where the story came yeah. from. Chuck Berry. Um, he defecated on, not into a mouth, onto a sixteen-year-old prost- female, sixteen-year-old prostitute's face. Okay, that's the story, and it was never like he didn't go to court. Nothing mm. like that Did happened. She got paid though. She got paid. Mm. <sighs> 
I don't know. It didn't sit well with me. <laughs> you know, Johnny Be Good and Maybelline, mm. all these great mm. songs. Yeah. Didn't sit well with me, but it wasn't, well, you can say it's a crime of morals. I don't know what you the want passion. to call it. passion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he, it, he felt it. Pretty, pretty sick, mm. but he didn't. Getting, he wasn't legally, you know, in trouble uh, right. or anything like that. So I kind of just went. Uh, well, he paid her. Let's let's put that aside. But I guess but like with um, uh, Gary Glitter now, yeah, yeah, absolute monster. You know, mm. when he uh, as a pedophile. Um, but his song was featured in Joker right. with uh, Yaquin Phoenix. Yeah, and it was it was positioned in the scene where he came dancing down the stairs. Yeah, and it was a great song for that scene. Didn't sit well with me though. It was the only scene in that whole movie you where love I was just that like, movie. "I do," and, you I, love and that it's movie. hard. You watched it a lot of times. Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about it. In mm. all honesty, I, mm. I love it. I, it's one of my all-time favorite movies, mm. and I kind of wish that song wasn't there yeah. because it does it does taint the whole thing for me. Yeah, yeah. but at the same time, I love it. So it's a, I think it is a bit of a conundrum. But I think I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What if Bill Burr, right? Yeah. Um, he, you know, he wasn't in something like. Let's say he was convicted of. He's in Mando. Some assault. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Mm. Um, but he's the one in question here, and so you're feeling a bit unsure. And yeah. then you learn that he's not in it, but he's got a song in it. Okay. Yeah. You still, still watch it. <sighs> yeah. Based on the. It's so hard. The Gary Glitter. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's one of those things. It's like Michael Jackson. Because imagine if he's getting royalties from it. That's right. You know, like that's not right. I'm, I'm assuming there'd be some kind of deal with, yeah. if he was convicted, yeah, there must be some deal where that money goes. I'm yeah. sure they've set something up. I mean, surely it can't just keep going the way that it would have before that. Yeah. It must have been set up that way. Yeah, maybe to the victims or something, yeah. I'd like to think. Because yeah. he was convicted, wasn't he? Yeah, and yeah. Export, um, deported because he was in Thailand, I think it was. Right. They found him and um, and he was doing the wrong thing over there as well. And I, th- yeah. I believe he got deported um, in the mid-2000s or something like mm. that. I'd have to look into it, but he's a fucking monster. He needs a bullet, but yeah. Did he leave a trail of glitter? <laughs> I don't know, probably. Okay. Anyway, let's get right. sorry. We, we, we digress there a fair bit, but uh, yeah, that's the nature of the podcast. Tim Allen. Yeah. Is he a pedo? <laughs> <laughs> oh? Before he became a famous celebrity, he served two years and four months in the Federal Correctional Institution in Sandstone, Minnesota. He did too, yeah. For cocaine possession and drug trafficking. Yeah, I read that somewhere recently, actually, yeah. Yeah. So, of course, after that, he turned his life around and mm. became a famous actor. Robert Downey Jr., of course, is, is kind of infamous for it. Yeah. Was um, that all drug-related, though? Um, Yeah, I think so, but it's also... I feel like... A lot of them get done for, like, automobile stuff under the influence. Oh, okay. So yeah. I guess you can still say there's a lot of potential for harm there of other people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. With the kind so of... So I was going to say, if, it, if it's drug-related and he got busted for having drugs and stuff, mm. that's sort of one thing in my mind. I go, well, you know, Dealing he thinks children, he's a rock star. But, kindergarten children. But if he's driving around while he's high as fuck yeah. and stuff, then, of course, he's a liability. And he, yeah, he a van easily... full of kids doing coke. <laughs> yeah, he could easily hurt someone, you yeah, know. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tricky one to navigate through, but I just, I don't know. So you think that's different then? That makes you a different kind of ex-con if you are for your own personal problems. I guess, I guess. You haven't necessarily 
like not intentionally tried to hurt anyone. Yeah. You've just internalized it and you have a problem with addiction. I think I think if like someone that. is addicted to something, then their normal behaviors, their parameters are blown out, you know what I mean? So yeah. so they're not gonna perform or, or behave as they would normally maybe yeah. with not being on the drugs or the alcohol or whatever. So I, I personally feel that's more forgivable as long as they are taking the steps to redeem themselves or get off the get off the habit or whatever it is. But I guess, <clears throat> like, I don't know. I don't know the story of Christian Slater, but if he's gone out of control, maybe he was on drugs, and maybe that's how it happened. Yeah. Maybe he was high, and then that happened. To me, and I hate to say it, but to me, in a way, that is more forgivable, forgivable because yeah. he didn't know himself when it happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, that can't be the excuse. I don't know. It's a tricky one. A tricky one. It maybe tricky maybe for another that. episode, we should. Dive into all that heavy shit. Domestic violence. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I think that might be on the list of stuff we've got to cover. And stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, and then to Let's finish... go with more light-hearted ex-cons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Australian Mark Chopper Reed. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, is a famous ex-con from this beautiful country. Mm. Um, he, ro- I mean, he was a bit of a, a vigilante, yeah. vigilante justice and stuff. Yeah. He robbed drug dealers during his early years and was recognisable by, of course, his many tattoos and cut-off ears. Mm. Um, he served multiple stints in jail for crimes such as an attempted abduction of a judge and armed robbery. But during his time behind bars, he wrote several best-selling crime novels. Uh, and, of course, Eric Banner starred in the movie about his mm. life. In that was his best-performing role 2000. ever. I reckon. Right, it was great. Mm. And then, of course, uh, Chopper's had a few, a lot of things after that, before his death. Mm. Um where he was like, he'd be a special guest on interview shows. Yeah. Yeah, they'd get him to... Got up and did spoken word. Yeah, an evening with and all that. I don't really condone that. I think that's where I go, well, Well, wow, he's a fucking dangerous guy. I'd seen the movie and was curious about the guy. And then my sister Julie happened, she was obsessed with Chopper Reach. She had all his books and stuff like that. We ended up going, she bought tickets. We ended up going to see him in in North Melbourne. Yeah, that's right. As he just walked out. Um, he sort of waved, and there was a guy there sort of prompting him, like, oh, so, so, Chopper, tell us, like, him some stories or something, you know? He goes, oh, what do you want to fucking know? <laughs> and, and, like, it, he just, he wasn't funny. Right. He wasn't charismatic. He wasn't interesting at all. And I was like, this is, I said to Julie, this is fucked. And she agreed. And I think we left early. Like, he oh, was wow. really bad. Yeah. He was just sort of cashing in. On his own. On the name. And that's the thing with Chopper, though. He, he himself said you never get, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. And he told stories that the police were condoning that he was going after these crims and cutting their toes off with bolt cutters and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's probably 70 80% bullshit. Yeah. You know? He, believe, <laughs> he believed his own bullshit. Yeah, he yeah. A little too much. little cult hero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's me done, mate. So but would you... Other... Um, Sorry, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say in terms of discuss yeah. ex-cons and, and what the opportunities are and the challenges All and right. that sort of stuff. All right, I'll, I'll um, shoot some questions your way. Okay. Um, okay, what's a crime, put yourself in a criminal's mind, what's a crime Easy. that you would do Done. and then find yourself in prison? They'd be willing to do if you were in that kind of life. I, I so obviously s- you're not going to go rape anyone. You're no. not going to go murder anyone. No. But you know what could you I, I see yourself s- going? Well, I'd probably do that, and then it maybe end up in prison. <laughs> I like the earnest kind of body language of you. Like I would if I was considering something like that. If you were yeah. probably theft. 
Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say too. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I look like a crook. Yeah, yeah, cat burglar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dressed in a slinky black suit <laughs> with a hood in a Catwoman um, suit. I'm thinking more ram raiding. Yeah, I dragging an ATM away <laughs> on the back of a truck. Oh yeah, yeah, and and yeah, smart, yeah, Cutting quiet it as well. <laughs> very subtle, very <laughs> no, underhand. No, no, no. So that my whole point of the question is, yeah. So you, so just to get you into prison. So yeah, yeah. Something, I'm, into, I'm character. Something now. like uh, what would you steal? Oh, the the ATM. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dirty big yeah. was they call yeah. me. Yes. <laughs> I reckon I'd get done for something really, really pathetic. I'd say public nudity. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm just having sex with someone. They're like, where's the someone, mate? Yes. Like, she ran away. <laughs> All right. But it's in a stadium. So, <laughs> mass exposure. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're in prison. You've got 18 months, yeah. right? Um, because it wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know, you're, in, you're in there. That's 18 what the months. judge said. You're trying to keep your head down and yeah. just, you know, mind Bum your own up. business and stuff like that. Um, everyone's looking at you with rapey eyes, though. <laughs> they give not doe eyes. They're looking at you like he's a fucking soft target. He's a real fucking soft target, mate. Nah. So you're in there eighteen months. You do your time. You I'd keep probably your head damage down. my own asshole so people stayed away. <laughs> yeah, just sew it up. Yeah. <laughs> sew up your mouth <laughs> and your asshole, and yep. eat your meals through your nose. Yep. Just the straw. That'd be safe. I'd get away with that, wouldn't I? <laughs> um, okay. You're in there. Yep. So first question, right. um, would you do anything to educate yourself, like to better yourself? Would you work out at the gym? Yeah. Would you uh, do, do your art or would you write a book? I wouldn't do my art because that will get me right. assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty picture. <coughs> Come here. Do you, remember, do you remember on an episode a long time ago, yep. um, you were telling me about when you were at school... Yep. You used to do a lot of drawings for the cool kids. Yeah. So that they just wouldn't <laughs> bully you. <laughs> do, you, do you think it would be... Yeah, just bring me an A4 page, <laughs> bull. Do you think it would be something? like that? Like like a kind of like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll suck your a, dick. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a tattoo design for you, bully. Yeah. Uh, no. Just so that they don't attack you? No. Okay, okay. I'd just try and be the beefiest looking fella there. Yeah, okay, okay. So they try not to mess so with So you'd work out? Yes. You'd definitely work out? Yep. Yeah, okay. And would so you do any closed. study or anything like that? Uh, I'd be very careful as to what I made obvious, I think. I think I'd try to walk a line between focusing in on my own shit, yeah. working out, yeah. and uh, looking like I, I wouldn't be easily beaten <laughs> yeah. and taken. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but not look like I'm too much into anything. Yeah. Just, just try and... Walk the path. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do some right. work. So like you've done your, do you've done your time. Yep. You've done your time. Um, you walk out of there yeah. pretty buff yeah. and um, eight times bigger. Relieved, like yeah. you're like fuck. I'm good. I'm out of there. Yeah. What kind of work would you try and get? Do you think? Would you go back in to try and do what you do, but with a criminal record? They <laughs> Probably might not, not. Let you because you know work, I, working with kids. Yeah, I don't think you. Yeah, I don't think that. So would what happen. would you? What would be the next step? Um, probably come and work with Trolley you. Trolley boy? Probably work with you. Nah, me and my friends have like yeah. turned our back on you. Oh, okay. Right, so I'm completely alone now. <laughs> You're as bad as Christian Slater, <laughs> mate. <laughs> to be honest, I'd probably just try and do something like you do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not what saying, are you saying? because most... <laughs> Mind-numbing ex-con job. No, no, not at all. It's just that I think that people wouldn't ask questions. So like a labouring type job? Yeah, I yeah, feel okay. like people yeah. wouldn't ask questions. You can do it independently if you get yeah. an attitude from anyone. So if you could strike out on your own yeah. and you can come across without that yeah. element, 
Um, yeah. And people aren't going to ask you too much yeah, stuff. True. They're going to, oh, yeah. what's your story? I'll tell them everything before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. Oh, there I was, had oh, friends. There, there was this time uh, we got an eight. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, true. <laughs> Been looking for work for a while. Just sort of sit out on my own. They look like, like prison tats, mate. You've done some time. <laughs> Nah, mate, I just, I'm interested in <laughs> the history and stuff. Started my own podcast. Actually. So you actually, you actually would, um, yeah, just start your own little business. That's probably, yeah, I think that's so. probably pretty smart, actually. Yeah. I wonder if there'd be any, I'm just trying to think, I wonder if there'd be any kind any of hurdles, hurdles where um, um, that would get in the way and stop you maybe going through that process. Maybe. Maybe yeah. if you go and try and get like a, I don't know, like an Australian business number or something. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there are things to declare. Have you done time in the last 12 months? Yeah. yeah. Maybe there is. Yeah. Maybe there is. So you might start with cash in hand stuff. You mm. might do, try and do it through someone else, mm. you know, and, and have them pay you. So you sort of keep yeah. a low profile. Yeah. I think that would, would you, be the way to would go. Would you though. go and find the ATM that you'd ripped out of the wall and just take the money? Apologise to it. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, interesting. Interesting. I think. I think. Look, in all honesty, I think it would be tough for anyone who has done time, come out and then trying to start again. Essentially, you know, if they, if they, especially if they don't have a network of friends, like obviously you would, of friends and family and all that kind of thing to support you. Um, yeah, it would be tough. As much as we're joking about it, I'm yeah, sort of putting myself of in those shoes, and I think, fuck, you'd like say you're in your mid forties, mm. late forties, fifties, and you've got to start all over again. You well, know? let's take be, your example. Be tricky, right? Whereas, let's say, <laughs> okay, there was a little bit of news on it, but it was mm. there was no real big face to the name. Yeah, they didn't pump you know pictures of me. They did. They showed the CCTV of the crime. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they might have showed you know the between the prison van and the the court. Oh, and putting you your, your hoodie, hoodie over. over. Yeah. And so it's a bit discreet. Like mm. they haven't gone crazy with it, right? Yeah. Now, in contrast, you with your public nudity in the stadium. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So what they've got? Real spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> so what they've done is they people are fascinated by it. So it kind of gets a bit of momentum online. Yeah, yeah. Like have you seen the fucking weirdo that was yeah. at the stadium? Yeah. Right. So okay, it's the same sentence. Let's say it's eighteen months. Yeah. Um, same kind of same kind of place. The other too. prisoners would know I'm a goer. He's a real <laughs> yeah. fucking goer, this yeah. one. <laughs> one where's your ass? Don't worry about <laughs> Mr. ATM over there. We got his fucking public nudity. I just sit there <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, you've got that, you've got a slight profile. Yeah. So when you come out, let's just say you, you've, it's okay, it's not too bad, mm. and you come out at the end, you do have that that history. Yeah. So if anyone. I recognise you. Were you on TV or. Yeah. Like, I saw oh, you at a footy of, game, yeah, didn't the I? Lawyer fucked me, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Great final, but and then oh, imagine if I get the job. Yeah, I'm working in some sort of office cubicle thing, you yeah. know, just t- punching numbers yeah. or whatever at the at the computer. Yeah, phone ringing, whatever, just a really sort of typical office job. And then yeah. suddenly I'm there for three weeks, and then yeah. suddenly the boss comes over and goes, "Mate, I just fucking realised that you are. I saw it on YouTube. You're the fucking public nudist." Sorry, mate. We're gonna have to let you go. Yeah, we can't have you. Look, great laugh. Can't have you here, mate. Uh, the women feel threatened. Oh, uh, we're going to have to let you go there. Yeah. Look, I think that would be the that would be the challenge, wouldn't it? Because you might be able to lay low mm. and work. Um, but but you're talking across the board too. So you've got like what they call them halfway houses. I don't know oh, if that's yeah, still yeah. a term. Yeah, no, it is. But like lodgings. Yeah. So you come out and you it's you you can rent there. Mm. It's probably people in a similar position. Yeah. 
And so if you get stuck in that cycle, I can see why there's a high mm. return rate back yeah. to prison because they probably think, well, it's no fucking different. Yeah. Because I don't feel free. I, I think feel it, trapped in I a wonder, different cycle. With those stats that you gave us, I wonder yeah. if I wonder what the percentage is of people that had done like maybe a life of crime. Mm. And then they've gone back to prison because of, you know, in those two years. Yeah. Or if it's a newbie, you know, someone who's just tried it and then gone back. Or or I wonder if someone who's just made a mistake, I wonder yeah. if they're more inclined to to go the steady path. Yeah. Or if they go, they get a taste for it and go, well, it was easy money. And yes, I got caught on that one. But all, what about all the ones I didn't get caught on, you know? So, yeah, it's interesting. I think some people are compelled <clears throat> yeah. to sort of follow that uh, kind of criminal instinct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there are other people who maybe it's through support though as well. I mean, it could mm. be it could be all sorts of factors that That's go right, into that. Yeah. And I think so it, people who have got strong family support, yeah, might stand a, a slightly better chance, yeah, because yeah. there's someone to be accountable to, mm. you know, to kind of watch over them in a yeah. way. And if you've got kids and stuff like that, that's you right. kind of want to do the right thing by them. Generally, you know, I mean that um, that's going to inspire. I mean, hopefully, yeah, it's going to yeah. inspire some some pain. And yeah, you don't want to do that to them again. But then, like you sort of hinted at before, if you're in prison and then you, you come out more of a hardened criminal, yeah. then you've got that stigma already because you're an ex-con. Yeah, that's right. Then it's just that vicious circle, cycle, you know? Like yeah. you, you you come out, you go in and you've done some things wrong, you come out and you've been you got into fights and you've, you, you've had to, to do these things to survive. You've used the same mentality, yeah. When yeah, you, when you come and then out. you come out and it's probably that. You know when, you know, like um, soldiers, they often find it, especially if they've seen action, yeah. they find it... That adjustment period is a real struggle for yeah. them a lot of the time because they're, they're suddenly, you know, they're on high alert all the time while yeah. they're in Afghanistan or wherever they've been posted to. And then suddenly they come home and, like, they've got to go to this other routine of getting the kids to school and it's all yeah. too much for them in a way, you know? Yeah. Making decisions and going, what do one, you know? It's so, so menial. Yeah. But yet so relentless. Yeah, that's it right. Kind of gets to them in And too way, many yeah. choices and all this kind of yeah. stuff. You know, you hear these stories. I wonder if it's a similar sort of thing for prisoners where mm. they go to their commissary where it's, you know, you, you can have beans, yeah. you can have toast, you can have crackers, you can have a couple of Tim Tams, you yeah. know, or, and, and you've got these, these uh, basic sort of choices and then suddenly you're in a supermarket and you've got 16 different types of yeah. bloody cereal to choose yeah. from, you know, and you go, fuck, I don't, what an, I don't know. It's fall apart. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. All right, we'll go to a quick. Yeah, oh, you think, got anything else? To no, say? no. I oh. think we've. I think we just came to the end there. We did. Yeah. 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 Nice right. round bottom. <laughs> All right, we'll go to a quick break Bye. and come back with old cunts. Oh, oh God, that feels good. Oh, that feels almost as good as flying on the podcast. It's the Fly on the Wall motherfucking podcast. Back in right now, eh? Hey, all right, on to old people. Uh, <laughs> more specifically, centenarians. So that means a hundred plus. There's also super centenarians, super which super. is roughly about 110 plus. That is super. Crazy. That's a superpower in itself. The oldest person living in Australia as of today, 28th of June. Did you check just before I did. segment? Yep, I did, okay, 100%. Great. Uh, 28th of June, 2022. She, Unless she's died now. That's what I mean. Right now. Yeah, like literally. As like now. Yeah, yes. Or even 
Now, yeah. um, is uh, Jesse Prowse, who, as of today, is 110 years old and 365 days. So not long before wow. she turns 111, really. <clears throat> Did you say and 365 days? Yeah. That's a full year. Sorry, 356. That's my uh, dyslexia playing up. Three hundred and fifty six. Oh, okay. Unless oh, so it was she's yours. Nine days off. Unless it was yours, dyslexia. Your dyslexia playing up. Maybe. Maybe you heard it wrong, or did Maybe I say I it did. wrong? I think these days I am <laughs> jumbling numbers when I hear them. Old age, mate. People tell me straight away. Yeah. It's like tell me a code. Four digits. You yeah. go. Oh yeah. One 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 seven x seven. A little bit, but it'll sometimes only involve two digits. Oh. And I'll jumble them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there's a fifty-fifty chance. Early onset dementia, I think you call that. Well, yeah. yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Good times. Thanks, mate. Um, anyway. The oldest person in the world, as of today, yep, is French-born Lucille Randon, who is a hundred and eighteen. That's amazing. Fucking hell. One hundred and eighteen. Just stop. So still skydiving. Just sky stop. Yeah, but you know what? I wonder what. <laughs> I wonder what Lucille was it? Uh, Lucille Randon. I wonder what Lucille's uh, quality of life is now. I hope it's yeah, good. I didn't look her up. I hope it's good. I yeah, hope she's me too. Yeah, she's able to. I'm assuming she's probably in some sort of care. I'm going to assume yeah, that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I hope that her quality of life is enjoyable. Yeah, nice. me too. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, rather than just being alive. Yeah. Just in just a bed, surviving. breathing somewhere in the dark. You, you made corner another of record a, today, a, Lucille. A chalet somewhere <laughs> in France. It's another 24 hours, darling. Well yeah. done. Oh! Shut up now, Lucille. You she's, know the rules. She's actually asking to go. <laughs> yeah, but they won't let her. Me. Do you know how good this is for our marketing? <laughs> We're the oldest person in the world currently. Actually, <coughs> it's in French though, isn't it? Yeah. So we are you. the oldest person in the world. <laughs> Lucille, you can't leave us now. <laughs> you must stay here. <laughs> stay here and be a Santarian. <laughs> When did you? Uh, you always sound like Gaston from uh, yeah. Sleep, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Be oh. our guest! <laughs> uh, oh dear. Centenarians often say that they are living their best lives now hmm. because they don't worry about tomorrow. They don't fear death. That's interesting, isn't it? Well, they what one foot in the... Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But why are you scared to say that? <laughs> I don't know, because I was feeling, you know, I didn't want to... We're talking to... about getting raped in prison. I didn't want to disrespect Lucille, even though oh, Gaston okay. turned up. <laughs> yeah. um, when I read into this further, I saw that um, it said that people like us in our in our midlife yes. um, think about death a, a lot more yeah. than people who are very elderly yes. and on the cusp of it, yeah. you know what I mean? Because they've sort of accepted it, you know, that they might go to sleep and not wake up. It's a, it's a weird concept. I know we've talked about death many times before, but it's a mm. weird concept where you might be you might be 80 years old and sort of thinking, I really don't know how much longer... If, if you if you a fit bill of health, mm. but you still be thinking, I really don't know... When That's I'm right. going to go. Could and be ten, 10 years. It could be 38 years still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That is an incredible thing. Yeah. 118. At no. 80, she had 38 years. At 80, we were five years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> she was mad. well and truly old and lucky to be alive yeah. when we were five. When we were playing with our winkies. And she's still going. Each other's winkies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what they don't like yeah. is how their bodies are failing them 
and there's nothing they can do about it. So okay. they often say, I still want to get up and run around with the grandkids, but my, my body aches and I, I don't have the strength and I don't have the energy yes. and all that kind of thing. On the show that uh, the wife and I have been watching called uh, uh, You Can't Ask That, which is which is what prompted this whole idea of bringing topics to the podcast, um, there was one lady who was a dancer for many, many, many years, uh, a ballet dancer, and she can't do it anymore, yeah. but she still does what she can. So her legs have failed her, um, but she'll sit in her chair, and she did it on, on screen, was waving her arms around sort of slowly, majestically, you know. And for that fleeting moment, you saw that she got lost in the dance that she was doing for the camera, you know, yeah. and it was actually quite moving. It was a nice thing. That would have been. And then she died. <laughs> No, no, no. The exertion was was too much? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, It was actually a very sweet moment of television right there. Yeah. Um, Big Waz, what do you look forward to when you're an old age pensioner? Well, if we're talking getting close to being a centenarian... Mm. um, You're 99 years old. If I'm fortunate enough to to get to 99, I'm going to assume if I've gotten that far that I've been, in terms of my overall wellness, I haven't had too many, maybe too many ailments. Yeah, okay. Particularly anything like, um, anything for my my brain. Yeah. And my heart. Like forgetting numbers, getting codes mixed up around. Oh, I could do that. But, (laughs) but like, it's nothing debilitating. Yeah, It's nothing that's going to lead to a a breakdown of me completely. Yeah. I'm assuming these people have have been fortunate. Yeah. They've got full control. So... Let's on the, on the show, my... it was actually mind-blowing how cogni- cognitive they were. That's right. Like, yeah. And I think that that's a big part of it Yeah, for people that have made 100 and passed it. Yeah. I feel, I just feel like they have kept yeah. a lot of their, their sense of self. And, they definitely did, yeah. yeah. They're not like, all dithery and and They, they were a little bit doddery or dithery, oh, whatever yeah. you want to call okay. it. They were a little bit, obviously. Like, there's one guy that was 106... But he yeah. was talking about his grandkids. He was talking yeah. about some memories that he had when he was younger. Maybe he, maybe they were just made up memories on the spot. Who right. knows? Okay. But it, it, you could have a conversation with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, there was another guy who um, his speak was very like, – the way he would speak was very um, raspy. At, but you tune into it. And you could hear what he was saying. He was a little bit slower, but he was talking about his wife. And his wife had died like 20 years before. But he was talking about how – um, she was the love of his life. That's it. Marriage is for marriage. Marriage is for life, even when they're past. And he loved her, and he still loved her. And he got oh, choked up. You yeah. know, he's a hundred and two or something. I think so this those guy memories was. are still fresh. And yeah, and yeah. As the day he met her, I'm sure. That's right. Yeah, that's, and it's beautiful. And I guess that's the stuff that you I would reflect on if I was lucky enough to have those faculties still. Yeah, I'd enjoy the memories. Yeah, and I, I think, guess I would look at my legacy. And I would think, because I mean, who knows if my friends are here anymore? Mm, who knows yeah. if my, what sort of family members are back? And that's yeah. probably the sad thing about someone who was living that is the sad as long part. as Lucille. Well, that's what they said, yeah. Her they, children might have died. They said seeing people go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and they probably lived a full, yeah. full life. Yeah. But compared to Lucille, who's yeah. obviously completely <laughs> that's, different. That's a weird thing. So I think that would be hard. Yeah. So I suppose looking back, you'd just be, I'd be very thankful for what I, the, what I was given mm. and I would be hopefully lost in memories yeah. that I've enjoyed and shared with everybody over the years. And I suppose, yeah, sort of a gratefulness and yeah. like think, well, if I was to go tomorrow, 
I appreciate everything. I've yeah, done. I've lived a good life. I, I feel like I think, I'd be one of those chaps who's yeah. just very, very calm and, and enjoying everything that's happening in, yeah. the, in the now. I think I, I think for me, getting You'd be older, quite grumpy. I think I'd be grumpy with the world, yeah. but not with my people. Yes. So my grandkids and possibly great grandkids, yeah. I think that would make me very, very happy. Just yeah. being a silly old man yeah. with my kids and yeah. oh well, sorry, my grandkids and and my great grandkids. Yeah. That would make me very happy. Being a big kid at a hundred years old, yeah. you know, and not really so having a bit of a chuckle at the, with them, and yeah, and, and not really, and laughing at myself as yeah. well. Like when yeah. they're cheeky with me or whatever, yeah. and like pull my pants down, yes. and I can't pull them back up. <laughs> yeah, yes. you got me there, mate. Wet <laughs> <laughs> <you> yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got shit dribbling down the inside of my thigh, and all the kids are just throwing rocks at me. Is <laughs> old Pappy Luke? <laughs> I'd just be laughing away. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a dream! What a dream! <laughs> I suppose that's where that's where it would be lovely to have uh, your friends. Yeah, if you were lucky enough to have a friend share late life with you. Oh yeah. That's where you would be very thankful. Growing old together. Because you yeah. could just, you wouldn't even speak a lot, I reckon. <laughs> I think you would become so accustomed to each other. Yeah. You just sit there and kind of chuckle, you know, because you'd be sharing there and go, Is that a vision of you and I in a retirement <laughs> village somewhere? Because <laughs> you'd be watching everyone else. Yeah. And, you know, chewing on the fucking. You know, some piece of meat for three yeah. hours because yeah. my teeth fell, <laughs> fell out three years ago and I haven't found them since. Yeah. Um, and I just look across at you and you're looking at me and you're laughing at me. Yeah. Because I can't chew my food. <laughs> and then I, I know, spit it out. I reckon we'd, we'd bicker over small things as well. Uh, he passed me the salt, big ones. And he'd be like, I passed you the salt yesterday. Get your own bloody salt. It's just salt. <laughs> It's for uh, free, you bastard. Uh, yeah. All right. One more question for you, be wares. Okay. Do you actually hope to make it to 100? Um, is that a is that a, a dream of yours or like a want? Uh, not necessarily. Yeah, okay. I think I think it would all depend on my my health. Yeah. Because I don't really I don't really want to be, you know, bed-bound or mm. um hanging on. Yeah. as the term would be. If I'm going to get that far, I'd like to be well, yeah, okay. And if if that's not going to happen, then I'm thankful for wherever I get to. Yeah, I hope to be a burden yeah. for as long as yeah. possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just whatever happens, keep even, me alive, you fuck. Even if I can go to the toilet, I'm just yeah. going to shit the bed every morning. <laughs> yeah, you've done it again, have you, Luke? Right. Especially if you've got some nice, tidy little nurse looking after you. You'd enjoy yeah. getting cleaned yeah. up. Sorry, done it again. <laughs> You're going to have to take me clothes off again. <laughs> I think I'd be so embarrassed, even if it was the hardest thing in the world, yeah. to actually get myself up and, drag and yourself figure to it toilet. out and yeah. clean it all up. But that's the thing, though. I would. Like, I won't mention any names, but I did have a client. He's sadly passed away now. But I did have a client who got to such... He lived independently for yeah. a very long time. He was 97 by the time he yeah, passed away. Yeah. And he was living independently up until his 97th year. Um, and sadly, it got to a point where 
yeah, he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. You know, like he would he would mess himself and stuff like that and not even realise and be sitting in it watching TV and then his nurse or his uh his his daughter would turn up and find him in that state and yeah. he'd be like, Dad, what are you doing? you know, and have to sort of deal with it, I suppose. And that's obviously when they made the decision to put him into a home. But yeah, so you might not even yeah, be aware right. of that you need to go or you need or what's going on, you know, and yeah. that's that's sad, I think. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and I guess look, but that's the thing. Looking on that, you go, isn't it great that he was independent for as long as he was? Yeah, that's right. And yeah, yeah, they made the choice well. at the right time. Did well. Yeah. I was his gardener for about two and a half years. Yeah, and when I the first year or so, he was still coming out and giving me a hand with things. Yeah. Like it was, uh, he got him away. But I liked the fact that he was coming, and I, you know. Like, he'd say, what can I do? And I'd say, oh, can you carry the, the green waste bags down, like empty ones, down to yeah. the back for me? And, he, you know. No, and he, they were about half a metric ton. <laughs> but he was happy. I'm starting to see what's happened here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. paying you, mate. <laughs> but he was happy just to be outside and yeah. doing something, yeah. you know. Like, um, there was one time I was there and I had to cut down some low branches off this pine tree. And he and I, I said to him, I can do all this, mate. And he goes, no, 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 I'm still fit and able. Like he was a stubborn old yeah. goat, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and he yeah. was a man. <laughs> yeah, yes. but he was one of those half yeah, men, yeah. half goat. He had a goat, yes. the body of a goat. He was a wiry, wiry <laughs> What do you call those? Goat man. No, centaur. Is it a centaur? Uh, or... yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, yeah, so he was a centaur. He was a centenarian, almost, centaur. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he was a great bloke. I actually miss him. He was he was a really nice yeah. guy. All right, so uh, just to wrap up with this uh, old person talk, yes. I've got some stories that I okay. uh, wanted to share about some centenarians. Um, some that might be a little bit surprising. Big was okay. Joyce just turned a hundred on the twenty second of June this year. Happy 20, birthday, Joyce. Twenty twenty two. She said the secret to her long happy life is pegging dudes. She's been at it since she was in her early 20s and says seeing the shock horror on her male slaves when she slams in her strap-on brings her so much joy. Ha- so, Hang on. How old is happy she? birthday, Joyce. A hundred. And that's, what, that's, that's a quote, is that's it? That's a quote. You didn't write we've got, this. We've got Smithy. You didn't write this, We've got you? Smithy, who turned 103 <laughs> in April yeah, of yeah. this year, okay. who worked as an engineer until he was 78. Right. Said these days he enjoys chewing Viagra and chasing ladies in their 60s and 70s to try and get a leg over. Good on you, Smithy. Harry <laughs> is 101 right. and says he misses the good old days with church, when, when church and conscription were in force and you could beat your wife without any ramifications. Good on you, Harry. Well, Martha, these people are pretty active. This is what I'm impressed with, yeah. Martha, who's also 101 um, but will be 102 this July says she has nine grandchildren, 12 great-grandchildren, and two great-great-grandchildren, none of whom bothered to go and see her in the nursing home. Cackling, she said little do all these pricks know that she spent all the money she had and hopes that after she dies, she will come back and haunt her whole family. (laughs) And finally, we got Robert. Robert is 108, still thinks there is a war on, Every day he wears his infantry uniform, including his helmet, and chases Asian people down the suburban streets of metropolitan Melbourne. He's been <laughs> he's been arrested <laughs> he's been arrested twenty nine times right. for assaulting people. <laughs> so he's an ex con, <laughs> yeah. as well as a centenarian. Well, he's been arrested. 
Doesn't yeah. mean he's been convicted. No, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So they yeah, just some heartwarming stories yeah. that I well, thought thanks. I'd compile just oh. to shine a light on centenarians and thanks, how they how they live these I, days. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. It's like a secret world there. <laughs> yeah. One that I've just discovered. <laughs> um We'll go to a quick break and come back with fun with Elvis. Oh, yeah. so. You've been listening to Flying Wall Podcast, episode 167. If someone wants to send us a cheeky little email, Warren. That'd be at uh, flyonthewallpodcast11 at gmail.com. Correct. <laughs> and on Twitter, it's at flyonthewallpo1. And on Instagram, Luke. Sorry, just on Twitter, you were saying before off air that we've been inundated with comments. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone retweeted and... Uh, liked a tweet that I'd made about a past episode. Yeah. Which I think is just, you know... Amazing! Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate everything. Yeah. You know, celebrate all the little mini That's victories. right, the little wins. Yeah. Why not? Uh, hey? Instagram is uh, Fly on the Wall Podcast 1-1 with an underscore between each of the words. Um, I feel like I am slipping through the cracks of the world, Warren. Really? Yeah, a little bit. It's, it's with with technology, for one, but also with the way of the world. The way the world is today. Like, it just seems like this. Talking of old people, it seems like I'm already getting very confused by the world. So, I find myself watching stuff on YouTube, um, watching stuff from the left, watching stuff from the right watching politics, watching um, hot topics like change, uh, transgenderism, non-binary, all this kind of stuff as well. Um, the recent change in, in uh, rules with abortion laws. Yes, abortion, yes, indeed. Uh, gun laws, uh, it, a little bit uh, American-centric, I suppose. Yes, you get bogged down with some of that, but also yep. with, with just the way the whole world is. Like, there's still a war uh, raging in the Ukraine. Yes. There's still death and mayhem and starvation but we're all focused on these, oh, I don't know. I don't Smaller know. targets sometimes and things, yeah. So I still find it morbidly interesting. And I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm going to stop watching it or listening to it. But I've, I've decided of late, of the last few days, that I'm going to sort of reel it back in and just focus on my little world a little bit more. Because it is, it is all very doom and gloom. And I know this sounds very doom and gloom, but mm. this is the stuff that's been sitting on my shoulders for the last few weeks or months. And I sort of feel like I'm doing it to myself in a way because I'm purposely listening and watching and mm. all this kind of stuff. And I, I think I just need to go, okay, I can't, I can't fix any of that. So I'm just going to reel it back, paint my little miniatures, have a laugh with you and my other friends, hang out with the kids and the family, and put up some shitty little things on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And when you said that, slipping through the cracks of the world, yeah, uh I think there was a time, and it wouldn't have been that long ago, that I would have thought that you would be embracing that. Yeah. You would be thinking, this is, I don't care. Like, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Move on ahead without me. I'm yeah. quite happy. In oh, my, yeah, no, I am happy with that. Yeah. Literal and figurative. Cabin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. you have a space, yeah. and you've made it yours. You, you're allowed to enjoy it. I sort of feel like I popped my head out yeah. to see what's going on yeah. and went, you know what, I'm yeah. going back. 
There was an explosion of blood in your face, and you could hear the gunshots from miles away. You're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna duck back inside yeah, for go a cup back of tea. In that hole, yeah. I think I don't think there's anything wrong with steering clear of overexposure to it. Mm. Yes, you could say, well, you, you're not part of the solution, are you? But yeah. at the same time, but there is no solution. Not really. No, human hate... nature has always prevailed against good sense. Yeah, and. Yeah. We'll still fucking kill each other. We'll still steal from each other. We'll still hurt each other. We'll still make life hell for still one another. Still constantly argue over stuff. Yeah. There's not going to be... Like, you know how you've got people... Just, just quickly. You know how you've got people that are dead set against non-binary. Like, there's no such thing. It's man and woman. That's yeah. it. Male, female. That's it. Okay. That's your opinion. That's cool. Why does that group of people feel they have to change the world by convincing people that... It's not a thing. Because there's and, of change. And vice versa, of course. Yeah. Why does the left side mm. need to tell and everyone this yeah. is a thing and you need to accept it, otherwise you're a bad person? I just feel like like you have you guys have you in that corner, you have your mm. opinion. You guys in that corner have your opinion. You're never gonna see eye to eye, so let's agree to disagree. You know, like isn't it a simple equation? It's a simple <laughs> equation, but but people aren't made to sit down and take it that easily are mm. they yeah they're like why why have we had so many conflicts over history yeah because people just aren't happy to say okay that's your land yeah this is my land let's divvy it up and yeah chill the fuck out yeah no nah. there's always a, a quest for more there's always a disagreement there's always a, a history behind it a yeah. story <laughs> and some injustice that seems to prevail through hundreds of years sometimes yeah and you still want justice, whatever mm. shape or form that is, even if it's just as simple as making as much noise about it as possible. Yeah. Um, so I think it's okay to cover your ears occasionally. I think, you know, making... you make, go crazy. Yeah, definitely. I think making noise, you know, there are, I guess, when thinking about it, I mean, I've had my mind changed on certain things over the years. Like, I wasn't born and then had these thoughts and went, that's it for life. That's right. Like, I've yeah. definitely been... My mind's been open to certain things, even of recent times as well. But I don't know. I just feel like when you've got the hard left and then the hard right, mm. never the two shall meet, really, no. you know, on, on the big things, you yes. know. So why even try, you know? Like, yes, you can you can convince some people to come over to your side or you can sort of open their eyes and make them see a certain thing. But one of the, I guess, worst things about, the human race and one of the and equally the best thing is that we are all different That's you know right. so let's just come to terms with that like can't we just go yeah okay i, I guess we're different That's okay and i suppose <laughs> there's many issues where that might be as simple as that mm. then there are others where like the gun debate yeah where there are very clear ramifications mm. on both sides yeah in some instances where you have people fiercely fiercely protective mm. of those rights then you have people that of course understandably yeah. fiercely against those rights um, and they are prepared to stand up mm. and oh, I think commit, commit acts of violence to enforce it yeah. if they need to yeah. because they feel like their freedom's in jeopardy mm. and whatever that means so some of those debates are immense I mean this abortion debate is immense yeah. Yeah. when you start thinking about what the ramifications are uh, on all different levels. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What does that mean, mm. state by state in America, when they've overturned a 50-year-old 
you know, mm. um, law. Yeah. And left it to the states. Yeah. Because every state has their own people in control who That's can make right. decisions. That's right. I still don't understand what the president is there for. He can't do anything about gun laws. He can't do anything about this abortion thing. They can only encourage, I guess that's what they're they're a voice for the nation. Yeah. They're a voice. They're supposedly a leader and, and, yeah, a guiding light, you hope, in times like these. But, yeah, I I don't know. I haven't even noticed anything Biden said. Mm. That's the thing about him. I don't notice him. We notice everything Trump said. Yeah. I'll say that for him. He's almost he's definitely a made noise. Biden. And yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a bit dithery, and he's the Actually, president of the United States. I, now, I'm only saying I don't have a particular persuasion whether yeah. it's um, Democrat, Democrats yeah, or yeah. whatever. Um, Republican, yeah, that's it. Um, but looking up on YouTube, just type in Biden gaff. I can't do it. G A F. I can't. Fuck, it's so funny. He just trails off talking. Yeah. Nonsensical actually, things. Yeah, I can't do it. I actually can't watch it. <laughs> I used to watch Trump ones. Yeah, and was gobsmacked at yes. some of the. Th- we won't get too political, but no, no. gobsmacked at some things he would say. Like what now? Yeah, what are you? You just took the piss out of a disabled person. Yeah, um, but Biden is a disabled person. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's actually pretty funny. It but is anyway. That's a, I digress. That's a good spot to uh, to leave that, that yeah. whole thing, isn't it? Um, but ep- your reflections on episode one six seven big was. I enjoyed it, mate. I felt like I don't know. I felt like I myself my approach was a little patchy, but at the same time, I think it kind of went okay. There's here's a bit of a framework. Mm. It's a loose framework. Yeah, and then I actually preferred the discussion, and I think that's yeah, the part too. where I. Yeah, we hear some facts. It gives us a little bit of a grounding. Prompts us, yeah. But then, yeah, we just talk about it. And yeah. I think that's where I've been enjoying these, you well, know, two-subject conversations. That's I the whole idea. Good. Like, neither of us, thankfully, are ex-cons, and yeah. we're not quite centenarians yet. But but we still can have views and opinions and yes. all that kind of stuff. And that was the whole idea behind bringing these topics to the fray. Because when the wife and I watch this show yeah. um, you can't ask that it gets us talking like oh never thought of that before yeah. oh okay I didn't think someone who'd done that would do you know it, it prompts us to to have a conversation about it and then go away and think about it yeah. and I just think I just thought that that would be great for the podcast and it seems to be working the tree I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. these episodes it's good and it's amazing just mm. how unrelated yeah some of the topics are that we both choose <laughs> yeah how we can find commonality sometimes yeah. in those things. <laughs> yeah. That amazes me. That's I just, actually that's find just that uh, highlights how clever we are. Or insane. <laughs> Either way, cleverly yeah. insane. Yeah. No, but, but yeah, I, that's I, been good. I enjoyed it. Um, good. Yeah, I've been enjoying all. Like I just said, I've I've been enjoying all these topics of discussion. Uh, for me, looking through the list that we've got, mm. um, there's nothing on there that I don't think we could talk about. Yeah. I, I think we would, you would have an opinion, I would have an opinion. I think it's good that we do a little bit of research here and there to try and find out a little Just bit more about it. Yeah, exactly. But also, like when I looked up Centenarians, it yeah. wasn't really telling me a lot. No, you know. that's right. But then it prompted me to go, oh, what What does Warren see for himself yeah. as an old age pensioner? Yeah. And also it made me go, I would write up some comedy little com- comic. Oh, no, no, comic, find some, find some Comedic excerpts. little things. Find some excerpts <laughs> about real life people that have reached the age of 100 yeah. yeah, Mostly to make you laugh yeah. and fool you a little bit as well, <laughs> initially. Yeah, but no, no, it's been Unfortunately, good. Unfortunately, because I wear my stupidity... On, on your my, sleeve. On my sleeves. 
Um, it doesn't take long to kind of make a mess of it all. Yeah, When yeah. you are trying to deceive me. Is yeah. that a trick, Luke? Are you Luke! trying to deceive <laughs> Still talking. I don't know if it's real. I've got no idea what's happening. Uh, yeah. I'm no, thinking, good. though, yeah. I'm going to go off the list uh, for the next one. I'm going to do vigilantes. Oh, okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah why not? Well, this this whole concept has prompted you That's to do right. vigilantes. To think yeah. for myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. On on Off the cusp of that. Brilliant. Um, do I'll it. do Bounty Hunters. Okay. Perfect. I like Sounds it. Great. Vigilantes bounty slash hunters. Bounty Hunters. I like now, it. Now, Bounty Hunters are different let's to t- Hitmen. Let's okay. talk about it next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, uh, mate. Yeah, that's it from us. Uh, look, you know, go and... Um, Go and fuck yourselves, basically. Uh, nah, seriously. Uh, go and review us or, I don't know, subscribe, like it, yeah. comment. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let us know how you deal with the world. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let us know what, yeah. what you do to deal with the, the, the things that go on around Whether you. you're an 18-year-old dude or a 56-year-old woman or a non-binary person living in Japan. Let us know, guys. We'd love to hear from you, uh, one and all. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're all inclusive here. I've said it before. We're all inclusive on this podcast. Yeah. We take the piss out of everyone, Everybody. including ourselves. Yes. Be good to yourselves. Be good to your goats. And be good to those centenarians out there because you never know when they're an ex-con and they need a little love. Toodles! <laughs> You are listening to Fly on the Wall Podcast, episode 168. My name's Luke, and I'm joined by the sexiest, hairiest, and biggest man in the cabin. (laughs) Hello! It's Big Woz here. Hope you're well, everyone. Oh, I don't know. Just you, mate. Uh, We were going to be talking about vigilantes, or vigilantes. That was very nicely put, though. And um, bounty hunters. We were. But uh, I think we should break it down to vigilantes tonight, Vigis. bounties, vigies tonight, and then lanties next, and lanties the bounties yeah. next week. Yeah, what do you reckon? <laughs> Sounds great, mate. Great idea yeah, of mine. Great idea, yeah, mate. that's one amazing. we haven't pre-planned. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Um, what's been going on with your week, mate? Since the last saw you a week ago. Not a whole lot. I Did was playing Lego oh, today. Had, oh, Lego, nice. Yeah, yeah, I made a pirate island oh, nice. with just, my daughter. Just on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a pirate island. I like pirate islands. I had the uh, pirate island set yes. from the oh, late 80s, yes. early 90s. Yeah, it's So awesome. did my brother, I think. I think it was when it was the pirates brother. first came out. 
Yes. In Lego. Form. And it was how good was that? Yeah, it was great. Happy yeah. days. When when I first saw a little face that wasn't two dots and a line for yeah. a face, like mm-hmm. two dots for the eyes and a line for the mouth, and they had eye patches and stubble. And stubble, yeah. My mind, my young mind was blown. That's right. Um, and then when they came up with two faces, so you could swing it around. Oh, that was cool. Expression. Yeah, oh, that was sometime later though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't get <clears> into that as much. I mean, I mean, for my own personal collection. Right. Um, <laughs> I was also very excited that there was finally guns. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They had pistols, um, rifles. Yes, yeah. exactly. And yep. cutlasses as well. They were fun. That's it. Um, before that, I had the uh, the castle Lego. Yes, so But they I. still had the plane faces back then. They did. It's had some kick-ass weaponry and yeah. armor and stuff like that. Spears. But they still had plane faces. Bow and arrow. Yeah. Yeah. In my... Yeah, they were all youthful, weren't they? Yeah. No one grew a beard. Nah. No. That's right. No one looked surprised. In my they were all happy to be there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> In my collection as I got yeah. older... Um, there'd always be one plain face guy, and he would be always the one to die first. Oh right! Get his head cut off, or cut, or cleave it in half, or something like and that. Because they yeah. always ended up getting worn first because they were older. Yeah, it's true. So they would actually yeah. have only a small like. Oh yeah, first yeah, mouth first mouth almost. Sometimes yeah. their eye was a little rubbed out. Yeah. So they deserve to be a victim remember, of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, I remember having the plain face guy once with a helmet on, like a um, an armored knighted helmet, and I decided to. It was one that you could lift up the visor. Hmm. So what I did though was, and I'm on, you've got to think, I'm only like. 37 years old when I did this yeah. <laughs> I turned his head around practically a teenager so it was just blank yes so then when he lift up the visor he's just blank the faceless yeah spook <laughs> what I like is all the um, NPCs yeah you could make out of all the shit bits did you ever do that so you'd have the good crew yeah you'd have all the good stuff you'd oh, make yeah, the characters yeah. The, yeah. the people that have got like a profile yeah, yeah. You've, you've got their backstory you know what they do yeah and then there's everyone else so you just pull together all, oh, your, yeah. all your crappy bits, put them together. There's all one guy who's holding a broom that he hits people. <laughs> one guy, <laughs> yeah. he's got the credit card in this hand, and you're like, yeah, that's a that's a brick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going to hit yeah, someone with some that. sort of club. Yeah, yeah, and those little the little aerials that they always use. Oh, that yeah. was a weapon. Yeah, the for space so many aerials. People. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, because yeah. you turn yeah. them upside down, put a, a circle brick. Oh, on that's there. it. It'd become a club That'd be a as club, well. Yeah, or a torch. I always liked the garden rake. I always thought that was kind of cool because I was I was a fan of the show Monkey. Remember yeah. that show? Yes. Um, I remember Pigsy, Pigsy. his weapon was... Oh, a, Pigsy! Yeah, his weapon was a rake. <laughs> yes. So I always thought the rake was a cool weapon for and what my was the, Lego guys. what was guys. the fish guy's name? Uh, Sandy. Sandy? Yeah. And he had like a... Kind of like a like a garden hoe, didn't he? Uh, yeah, Everyone was set yeah, for a kind of. of uh, on one end, it was a garden hoe, and yeah. on the other hand, it was like a, a crescent moon type. Yeah, thing, a crescent moon. Yeah, yeah. Or a seed plant. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas monkey just had the stuff. That's right. That he didn't need wicked. anything else. That but speaking cool. of gardening, yeah. Rick, uh, I wanted to ask you a question. Hang on, course, sorry. Just before we jump oh, into so gardening, you, yeah, with um, with Sandy, <laughs> I ended up working for a guy called Sandy, who actually yeah. had the same personality as Sandy from Ooh. Monkey. He was just sort of a bit. Dim. He was quite calm and dim, <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Gardening story. But a good fighter. Yeah, absolutely. I like yeah. the way he fought. Yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so gardening story. I realise this is probably a lot less common these days because you do, in fact, work in the field of gardening. Yeah. So it wouldn't happen very often. Field being the operative word. Yes. <laughs> well, I was, uh, I was. my intention today was to get home and mow the front lawn. Mm. Now, it's been, it's obviously winter. Yep. Um, Slows down a little bit. It does winter. slow down. Yeah, so I, have, I haven't done it for a while. Yep. So admittedly, I had it coming. 
uh, it was getting late in the day, so time was of the essence, and I wanted to get that sorted so I could, you know, relax. Yeah. Lawnmower wouldn't start. Oh. Now, I did a few different things. Two-stroke or four-stroke? Uh, it'd be four-stroke. Okay, yeah, good. But I had old fuel. Ah. So, bad from the start. Yeah. All right? Now, there's a few things, but I won't go into the boring yeah. details. <laughs> it's but... not boring to me, Warren. No, no. <laughs> You're like, did you check your air filter? <laughs> Did you make sure there was no water around the? Uh... <laughs> no, no, it was all it was all good, but it's it'd been sitting there a long time. And I so was it's like, not kicking over at all. Well, it'd kick over and then conk out. Oh, okay. Kick yeah, over yeah. then conk out. Okay. I'm like, no. Nah. I had this once before. Could be a spark plug. And I replaced the spark plug, fresh fuel, mm. um, cleaned the filter, and everything was ticking okay. after yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't have time for all that shit today. I just wanted the fucking thing to start. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, I remember our time in the past. So I started my uh, my whippersnipper. Yeah. Um, and I cut it all with yep. that. Yep. Um, and then I blow it back to no problem. But I was thinking about it while I was uh, whippersnipping in a rather grumpy mood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> about a time when I was a younger man and I was trying to start uh, a whippersnipper yep. back then. And it's only with powered garden tools that I get this angry. Okay. Where... <laughs> Not any other power tools. No, I don't Just recall ever getting... Tools. Yeah, only gardening power tools get me this angry. <laughs> where I've hurled it yep. across the garden. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Because it wouldn't start. And yep. I felt like I'd given it enough chances. <laughs> first and foremost. <laughs> I've worn like a basil fault What's funny the is you're, you're one of the most patient... With 25 children, you have to be the most patient man on the planet. Uh, except... You're patient with me. Yes. You know, patient with your other friends. So I, I see you as very very patient but i can also tell that there is something dark brooding <laughs> <laughs> and clearly you're taking it out on garden equipment and pets yeah okay Pet, obviously yeah. the bird not physically obviously no no no, no yeah just, but just i can get very verbally angry. but even verbally is very much th- un- like through your teeth <laughs> yes under your bed <laughs> <laughs> which is terrifying in its own right <laughs> So if I could speak to the power tools uh, like that, I would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they get shown the physical violence yeah. um, because they're an inanimate object. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, not that I did anything like that today <laughs> other than swear under my breath. Yeah. But I do remember literally like grabbing it across, lifting it up like, let's say, Pigsy or, uh, yeah, yeah, or um, Sandy, Sandy yeah. and then just hurling it wow. as far as okay. I could. So you've done um, that before is what I you're have. saying. Okay. A long time ago now. And then what? Slowly walk back and pick it up again. <laughs> I think I went. Sorry, I was so angry, sweetheart. It won't happen again. (laughs) Not so much. I actually don't know if I went and collected it that time. Oh, I think I left it in that spot (laughs) as a representation of my disappointment with it. My um, sit out there all day. My brother-in-law up in Queensland, the one who encouraged me to kill cane toads. Right. um, He's a big fan of getting a ride-on lawnmower that he picks up from somewhere. Maybe a little bit cheap. Maybe needs a little bit of work because he's quite. He's got a lot of aptitude. Like he, he's actually quite mechanically minded yeah. and, and can fix things. You know, puts mm. his mind to stuff. But for some reason or another, he's got probably half a dozen ride-on lawnmowers yeah. at various stages of decay <laughs> positioned <laughs> around his garden, right. where he's going, "Oh yeah, I fucking try to fix that one, but the fucking split diff and fuck whatever it is, something's wrong with it." Right. So he just leaves it there, just lets it to return rock. to the yeah. earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Whereas I think I don't think I could do that. I think I no. could. I mean, he's got a vast property. He's got a big property, yeah. but the, the where he mows the lawn isn't vast, you no. know. So I just think, and are all these left where they die. 
Yeah. Is that how it that's looks? That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So one they're could be there. in the middle. There might be a pulled. couple of tools around where he's <laughs> right. tried to get it going. So they've rusted. Fuck it. And he just goes, goes inside for a beer. <laughs> what I love about country properties is that, though. Yeah. Is the, that carefree attitude to old shit. Yeah, yeah. It just gets put out there yeah. and left. Yeah, see, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could either, I but that's because we that. are inherently, unfortunately, and I know this is making us feel a bit... Make us feel a bit sick. Arseholes and city folk. Oh, don't worry. No, I know. Don't, I know. Mate. You wouldn't like that. I know you have the bush inside but you. I, I, <laughs> I can understand yeah. having, you know, a, a farm, big property, and you've got a beat up old Chevy out there. Yeah. A 1957 Chevy yeah. body yes. that's rusting. And you've got high hopes one day you're going to chip away at it and yeah. make it better. Uh, redo it, you know, yes. bring it back to life. Yeah. Um, and you probably never will. No, but that's right. I can understand that. Yeah. Or a really old Plymouth or, yeah. you know, something. But um, when you've you got... You don't think a Ryobi sit-on <laughs> mower from 2001... Nah, it's not a classic, no. one, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't get it. But I, I think I would keep it all... I just If it broke down, I can drag it away. Although, saying that, just outside the door there, Warren, is an old Honda lawnmower um, that broke down uh, at the end of last year, yeah. 2021. And I had every intention of having to tinker with it, but right. then I bought a new one. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe in a smaller scale, I'm doing the That's same thing. That's your first experience of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm eating my own words here now. Have you ever thrown a powered garden tool? Oh. In frustration at any stage in your life? No, but I've thrown a small gardener. <laughs> no, Competition, I was he? I don't think I have, actually. No, you, you come here! <laughs> yeah, just a little gnome. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think... I've definitely cracked it when something's gone wrong. Or Like uh, one time I was uh, brush cutting yeah. and the head on, on the brush oh. cutter disappeared. Yeah. Like it just... It, I must have hit something. It's gone spindling off whoosh, into the bush somewhere. Yeah. I looked for a good half an hour, couldn't oh. find it. And it's bright red, this thing. I'm yeah. like, surely it's going to stand out. But, yeah, it was gone. And yeah. that was it. I couldn't do any more brush cutting. So, it luckily... so I would have javelined the entire brush cutter into the scrub. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you then. Yeah. No, I had yeah. some scissors, so I got my hands and knees. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, I, can't, I, I don't think I've... Come to think of it, I don't think I've ever got that angry with any kind of tool. I've got angry with certain stuff yeah. before and I've like slammed doors and all oh, that yeah, kind of yeah. thing before. Of course. Um, and even recently I threw uh, what I thought was a mocker would turn out to be just hot water. That's right. I threw that into the car park on the episode. Yes, you did recall. indeed. Yes. So I'm not, I'm not against... People have witnessed your violence. Yeah, first I'm not against a bit of violence against <laughs> inanimate objects. But yeah, no, I haven't done the garden tools though. Yeah. Right, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, I just thought I'd share that with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go to a quick break and come back with Vigilantes.